Hello there. <laughs> My name is Cedric. Uh, online, I, I tend to go by stupid you, S-T-O-O-P-I-D underscore you. Uh, and I'm here today to do something a little different to my norm. Today marks the start of a new project of mine. Uh, if you know me, you likely know that I'm a huge fan of anime. While I only started watching relatively recently, I think I was about 21 or so when I started, and I'm 24 now, I'm 25 at the end of next month. <laughs> um, either way, while I only started recently, Anime has become a huge part of my life and is absolutely my favorite media that there really is. Uh, while I do live stream quite a lot, I don't really go all that in depth on talks with, you know, anime and stuff like that usually. It can leave me a tad unfulfilled because I, I love being able to talk about the latest game I've been playing or show I've watched or whatever, but never really had the best, I don't know, place that I could really get on, get on with this kind of thing, you know? Um, there's many shows that I, I've watched that I just love to dish about regularly, but I hadn't had the platform that was most appropriate for it. Until now, at least. Today, I'm happy to announce the start of my anime podcast, which is a sentence I never thought I'd ever say when I was younger at all. Uh, but yeah, the start of my anime podcast. Weeb shit is what I wanted to call it. Uh, not gonna call it that. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna go with weeb things for now so i can you know have seo function <laughs> but yeah weeb shit or things whatever we'll see how it ends up going <laughs> as of right now this will be a solo venture at least in this exact first episode whatever uh when i first thought the idea up i hadn't intended on running it this way at all uh but time permits that i go about this on my own for right now i might not keep it that way it might not even stay at all you know it might be a thing where I don't end up doing any, I don't know, any more past what I'm doing right now. Maybe it fails miserably, or maybe I just don't have a good time with it. Who knows? All I know for sure, also burped immediately. That's a good start. All I know for sure right now uh, is that I hope to have a bunch of fun and that I hope you can enjoy it too. During these podcasts, I intend to talk about current shows, try segments for certain old shows, talk about issues I have with, I don't know, with like with anime in general, or some sort of opinion on something, or what have you. It, it, it's pretty broad. I could do anything I particularly want as it pertains to weeb shit. <laughs> um, but uh, I can't be sure what it'll exactly look like right now. What I do know is that I have a fantastic first episode in mind. Today is December 31st, 2021. With a new year on the horizon, we all, I hope, uh, have plenty to look forward to. This time, however, can also be used for reflection, and I would just absolutely love to be able to do that right about now. In the spirit of the new year, why don't we open up weeb shit, or whatever we're going to call it, <laughs> with a retrospective on the anime that have come out this year. Okay, so, <laughs> I have a giant list of shows here that I can go off, uh, and I will do that momentarily, but before we get too into it, quick note, quick housekeeping thing. Um, I'm going to be putting this on a couple platforms, I think. I wanted to actually stream this on Twitch and then the day after put it onto other places or whatever, but I'm currently suffering some internet woes. Hopefully that won't happen again in the future. It sucks to have to work around it right now anyway, but for the time being, I'm just going to kind of roll with it like this and see if I can make it work as best I can. Um, I am doing this as a video recording, which is going to be awkward because A, I've never used this camera this large, so things like that disgusting 
I leaned back in the microphone. Apologies. There's like a disgusting blob of light behind me because I don't have my stuff properly lit at all. So that looks like garbage. I also don't know why I'm even holding or wearing my headphones. These don't do anything right now, but I don't know. It feels uncomfortable to not have them on. I don't know what it is. Nevertheless, maybe I'll pop music on for myself to keep me sane. Nevertheless, there's a lot of things I want to try with this thing. Ended up going through some hurdles, ended up doing it solo for the first episode. Again, like I mentioned, I don't know if I'm going to keep any of this the way it is right now. But whatever the case, just figured I'd kind of bang that out and mention it before I go anywhere into further detail. Nevertheless, as I think I already said that like twice, let us continue and go down and look at a show or a list of shows. Damn it. <laughs> a list of shows that have come out this year um, and have a quick chat of them. So for the big shows uh things like new episode or new seasons to already pre-existent shows obviously good to bang out so we can start it off with uh, attack on titan the final season uh first part of the final season w weird i don't know the latest season of my hero re-zero season two uh the jujitsu kaisen movie that actually just came out i think like a week ago or two weeks ago something like that um uh honor at magic high school by the way i'm gonna butcher a lot of the japanese names so if i know the english one i'm probably gonna say that one instead <laughs> but uh yeah the honor at magic high school had a new season um the reincarnated as a slime show had a new season the uh Irubakun demons uh demon school show had a new season a lot of good stuff like that um but that wasn't all that there was for the big shows you know things like uh 86 started uh this year things like horamiya komisan odd taxi and uh, that Nagatoro show, I guess, particularly big, I, I guess maybe not, but whatever the case. Uh, and then there's things like uh, To Your Eternity, Tokyo Revengers, the remake of Fruits Baskets, Fruits Basket, <laughs> don't know much about that one, and uh, Mashuka, or Mashoka Tensai, which is like the father of Isekai from what I understand, Jobless Reincarnation, lots of good big ones like that. But then there's, a, of course, obviously a ton of, <clears throat> excuse me, a ton of the smaller stuff that had come out too. So things like Bokotakshi and No Remake. <laughs> There's a lot of Japanese names in here. I'm fucked. <laughs> also that. Uh, Faraway Paladin, Platinum End, <laughs> Jakuchara Tomazaki-kun, uh, The Detective is Already Dead, Realist Hero, Rebuilt the Kingdom, uh, Rom-Com Childhood, <laughs> Where the Childhood Friend Loses, <laughs> Kanajo Mo Kanajo, uh, Standing on a Million Lives. I actually really enjoyed this one. I I'd love to talk about this one further. Uh, I'm going to try the Japanese name for this one. Goku Shifudu, I think. Way of the House Husband. Uh, it was a Netflix show. Or, well, Netflix-backed show. Whatever. Um, Mashiro no Oto. It's basically like a weaker Kono Oto. <laughs> It was it was interesting though. Uh Remain, Scarlet Nexus, Shaman King, Combatants Will Be Dispatched. Uh and <laughs> we're gonna have a chat about this one too. Uh Kafu what's what is it? Kaifuku Kaifuku Jutsushi <laughs> no Yari Naoshi? Redo of Healer. Ugh. We'll go in on that one later on for a different purpose, but <laughs> I figured it was a good thing to get in that list <clears throat> jesus i'm losing it but all right so a lot of good shows a lot of big things that had come out a lot of smaller stuff obviously plenty more that i just hadn't particularly uh, banged on about quite yet but you know there there's a lot that had come obviously um so i guess we could start out with something like uh, uh let's start it with my hero not a bad idea 
So this season for it was fine, you know. I felt it was a bit, uh, it, it felt a bit more bland than maybe some of the last ones. It was kind of like a, it felt kind of like a middle sort of thing, you know. <clears throat> Which I, I guess I should probably pull it up on MAL to have it, uh, apologies for the typing, uh, have it properly back on my mind and all that. It was, uh, oh, it was the fifth season. Jesus, okay. Oh, yes, this one. Okay, right, right, right. Basically, it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of, like, at a point, kind of secondary stuff, uh, but it was a lot of focus on the main bad guys, but whatever their whole shtick was. But yeah, it was a ton of focus on the main antagonist's team thing <laughs> that was from that show, and it was fine, you know, it, it did a good job. It, it kind of I don't know if you'd use the term humanizing, but it did allow you to kind of see into the psyche of the main guys that you maybe didn't hear a bunch about if you were only uh, if you were only following things like the anime for the whole time. So it did have its benefits, um, and it was fine. There's nothing all that wrong about it. I, I may not have loved it personally, but it was a good enough time, and I felt it was pretty decent for what it had to do. A couple of nice moments about it. A couple of things that are pretty all right, but all in all, the main focus was kind of learning more about the bad guys which you know, was fine no problem no problem with me i don't have any issue with it i think it was fine <laughs> uh if we want to keep on with the sequels uh okay let's talk about uh let's talk about re-zero so that was a huge thing obviously that one coming back was crazy you know it was such this th this huge show that had been how old was the first one like i guess i could look that up quick <laughs> as well but I think it was quite, quite some time back. So it having another return, or it having a return now was quite, uh, quite fascinating. Why? Oh, I am blind. <laughs> I was trying to pull up the damn thing and I could not do so optimally at all. My god, there's a lot of sequel uh, spinoffs for this damn thing. Jesus. But yeah, so the original is like quite old at this point. Hmm, quite old, maybe not that old. But it was back there for sure. And it uh, you know, it had always been a pretty big show. I don't think anybody has not heard of ReZero if they've been watching anime. So the second season coming around was, was pretty good. Um, I think it started... Uh... Oh, it was 2016. There it is. Jesus, I could not for the life of me find that. I was on the wrong page that whole time. <laughs> it's just prattling on about nothing because I couldn't figure out what I was looking at. Also, uh, literally just saw now that that uh, was 2020. Uh -uh. Um... <laughs> Okay, I guess I forgot about one other thing I was going to do. I was going to focus on only shows that were... <laughs> Wait, was the second part? Oh, the second part of it was in 2021. Oh, thank God. Okay, there we go. Now I'm in the clear. Okay, so I'm trying not to talk about shows that had, let's say, started December, uh, December 2020. And then finished, I don't know, let's say like March 2021 or something like that. I wanted to make it easier on myself. So I just did stuff that was 2021 and up. And apparently I almost made a huge blunder with that. Nevertheless, the second part <laughs> of the ReZero second season ended up being this really good and really interesting side of it where you could kind of see it was a smaller section it was only 12 episodes, I guess. Um, but you can kind of get a little bit more of Obviously, what was going on in the last one where it was, uh, it was like trying to get out of that village or that village, trying to get out of that, I guess, I guess village, um, 
and you know that uh what's his name ross Feitzer? no that's not right what am i thinking of uh ross wall ross wall yeah <laughs> ross wall that's that's up uh seeing kind of everything with him and uh and echidna was an interesting way to go about it and I, i'm kind of blabbering on a tad so i do apologize with that one because i'm trying to remember some of these sort of randomly <laughs> but yeah so it was this huge deal where you had to see more of this big big ticket thing coming back and no matter what you really think about it having it return at all was certainly a big a big piece of the anime that had come for sure and kind of getting to see it conclude and seeing how amelia and uh Amelia and Subaru might have gotten even closer and all that stuff was really nice. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure, not trying to spoil anything, I guess. I'm pretty sure it kind of ended awkwardly with Rem still being in like a limbo state. Or no, wait, had she kind of come back? I think it might have concluded with Rem and Rem realizing who she is again and Rem kind of coming back. I, I don't think it did, actually. No, I think it did kind of leave it blank. So there is still stuff to come for sure obviously it's never an end to any of these um so hopefully we can get that at some point soon this is all it's weird because i do remember it being an awkward finale like this ended in march <laughs> 2021 so it was quite some time back and i then immediately forgot <laughs> that it was split into two parts of course so i'm kind of kind of batting at random here but I, I do remember this was like a ton of stuff with beatrice and subaru and echidna and amelia and uh and Roswell. God, it really did. It did so much good focus on like Amelia's family and stuff like that. And it was so sad to see all of that stuff just kind of go through and seeing her try to overcome it and all that stuff, which obviously is meant to, you know, clearly that's the point of the show. I clearly that's like we're meant to be seeing this barrier being being broken down, obviously. And and I, I get that, but it, it is still kind of a eh, heart. It, it tugs i guess uh, a little bit i suppose you could say <laughs> you just you end up feeling you end up feeling bad for everybody involved <laughs> like it, it, it basically it ends right it all ends and you just feel bad for everybody for, for amelia for for echidna for for roswell for beatrice in some capacity you know like they do have it ends in a maybe a bittersweet way for majority of the people in that context you know but you still have all those <laughs> residual feelings that are still in there oh and fucking oh god isn't this where oh i think puck oh doesn't puck go away in this show too or that episode too or season jeez god <laughs> i should have done a little bit more review on this one because it's all coming back and i'm just thinking like oh my god i remember how sad all this was just like I think it was like two episodes of Beatrice crying and it's just being like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> what do you do? How do I watch it? God damn it. <laughs> but all right. So Razor coming back as well. Obviously a big deal. Apparently I forgot it was two parts, but it having its conclusion to that second season. Very good. I look forward to more. Um, I, I want more. Uh, I want more REM. <laughs> more REM for me, please. And thank you. <laughs> uh should we keep on the big shows with the new seasons and stuff uh okay we, we can t briefly touch on a couple of these all right so Jujutsu Kaisen had a movie uh this is very new I'm not going to talk about anything with this I've not seen it it is like just days old 
Um, it might not even be, I don't think it's actually anywhere <laughs> outside of Japan. I don't know. I have no clue. Probably have to like illegally acquire it or something like that. I don't know. But Jujutsu Kaisen's fantastic. I was so sad when I saw that there was no season this year uh, when I was trying to put this together because I would have loved to dish about Jujutsu. Man, one of the best, probably one of my favorite shows to watch as of right now. Um, I look forward to this movie. I look forward to whatever future content that they can put out because hot damn, they are good. They are good. Um, but uh, that's about all I can really say on Jujutsu. Definitely watch Jujutsu Kaisen. I think the, that's the one that was made by the guys that uh, did Attack on Titan, right? Uh, that was Wit. Or no, wait, is it Mappa? No, no, no. Wit was the old guys. I think it's the Wit team that did Jujutsu Kaisen. And they are fucking stellar. <laughs> Those guys uh, know their shit and they're fantastic. So without question, happy to have that be there <laughs> for sure. Happy to have more of that. Look forward to future content from that too. Okay, so Demon Slayer. How about we go about Demon Slayer is a good one. Uh, yeah, Kimetsu no Yaiba, something like that. I can't recall the Japanese name. Incredible. Continues to be incredible. Continues to be great. Latest season kind of a drag as the okay it's segmented into different parts we're only a couple episodes into the prop proper second season right now it's like the second part of it the first part that started i think at the beginning of the year um was essentially just a recap of the movies or the movie um i think it was i don't know if it was one for one but it was the same content so I ended up watching the first two, realized, wait a second, <laughs> first two episodes, realized, wait a second, doesn't seem right. Um, at least in the first episode, I know that it had kind of strayed and it uh, it gave a little bit more backstory because it maybe had more time. And I'm going to guess that the rest of this season or the rest of the episodes from that season followed suit and did in fact have the same kind of context where it's basically the movie, but then we have extra parts and stuff like that but i wasn't gonna watch the whole movie again so i just didn't do that so if i'm gonna do anything i can talk on that movie uh which is you know i guess still has merit i didn't actually expect to do that that just kind of came to me now okay so that uh demon train arc was incredible for sure it was really good really really good um the only thing how much can i say about it it's long done so i think i can spoil it having uh having here, let me let me get his name <laughs> while i'm at it uh i hate to be typing in this at all yeah kimetsu, uh, kimetsu no yaiba that's what it is i did have the name right uh rengoku that's what it was god damn it <laughs> god damn it i hate that he is already gone it is so depressed he was incredible too i really liked i really liked that character i thought he was very well done i thought he added a nice new dynamic to the show um and it, it definitely did it definitely did you know give off a fantastic character who had this huge strength that he was able to save tons of people with and defend with um unfortunately it wasn't ending up uh, to be enough and due to well just plot i guess uh a guy's gone <laughs> So only getting that one movie, that one season, whatever, with him fully fleshed out. <clears throat> Excuse me, one sec. Dying here. Apparently I can't talk for 20 minutes. 
I was going to do an hour. What am I thinking? <laughs> I can't even keep up. Jesus. I do this regularly for streaming. I don't know why I'm having such trouble now. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right. So having him be just so good at being so good, being so strong, being whatever, and then meeting an end uh, at all obviously gives weight to how strong the demons are. But fuck me, does it take away a great character? Uh, the new guy that they got going on for the new uh, the new season, the the guy with the <laughs> the guy with the three wives. <laughs> let me get uh, let me get that name down too. Because uh, I'm definitely not gonna remember that Tengen. It was Tengen, I think. What's well, Uzui? Uh, Tengen Uzui, Uzui Tengen, whatever. Um, I can't remember which one they actually go by for the show specifically. Whatever. He's great too. I've been digging him, but he doesn't have the same weight that uh, Rengoku had, at least so far. Um, it, it's pretty early in that season, or part, I don't even know anymore, but eh, it's hard not to compare the two, I suppose. Whatever the case, goddamn, it is depressing to not have Rengoku and to know that he's not there anymore in general. Went out so well, though. Just everything with that movie was so good. It was fantastic as well, and it, it just led to, it just led to a very, very, very good tale. Um, just, I just wish it didn't have to end <laughs> in that way. <laughs> great show, though. Great show. Uh, if we want to talk about another somewhat of a disappointment for a season, um, I guess we could talk about uh, Honor at Magic High School. So this is a show that was pretty big uh, for quite some time. It's one of those weird, like, it's one of those weird Japan seems very incesty type of shows. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that shit. Don't like that. But the show overall was interesting. The first season and I think the movie. Yeah, it had a movie. Um, and then out of like after like three, four years, something like that. A new season is coming out. Cool. Awesome. Whatever. I'll watch it. I'm excited. Sure. I, I, the first was good. I could do a second. The second one comes out and it's, um, it's just another point of view of the first. It's just, uh, so the sister's view or like, it's from a lot of the side characters view. It, it doesn't have to specifically be the sister's view, but like it was a side character's view, side character's view the whole time. And doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. But it was literally all content I had already seen with a couple differences here and there, which doesn't change or wreck anything. You know, it, it didn't it didn't tarnish the value of the first season. It was more just why? Why bother? You know, if you watched it, I don't know, spliced with the first so you could see both sides of it. That would make a lot of sense, I bet. Um, and it would be a good way to get more of the content out. But it kind of just seemed like a waste. Maybe it might have finished a different way, possibly. And if it did, that's a shame because I, I didn't keep up with it because it was just a continued, uh, not even continued. It was just a repeat of everything I'd already seen. And sure, maybe I should have known that going in because I'm, I'm fairly certain they don't hide that. It'd be quite the shock for them to hide that at all. But uh, it doesn't change the fact that it, it did it did blow to see that kind of be nothing. So that sucked. I, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, reincarnated as as a slime, though, had a second season that was actually pretty good. 
from what I heard. I'm behind on this one. Slime was a great show. It was very good. Um, I'm still I'm still choking up, <laughs> choking up, choked up. I'm still a tad choked up <laughs> from the first season uh, to where our uh, our slime friend got that mask and all. Um, not a yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be a bit sad to go through a lot of that show. But man, that was a great show uh, for sure. Really do need to get caught up on that second one. I wish I could say more about it. Uh, I'd heard nothing but good things, though, so I can at least say that much. Definitely watch that show if you can. Basically watch all these shows except for uh, Honor at High School <laughs> so far. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone's going to not be. I imagine anybody who cares about anime shit's probably seen all of these <laughs> or heard about all these at least. So whatever, but you get the picture. Um, and the final big thing that I have for like new seasons of uh, already existent shows, I guess, um would be demon school uh irimakun um i forget the actual full name but the irimakun show great fucking show uh really good really well done just like slice of life kind of thing i suppose really i, I don't know what it actually pertains to uh entirely but um it, it's it's more it's more irimakun it's great i think uh oh yeah this is the one where his uh it was a ton of continued development with Amine, I think. Uh the the big the big bitch. <laughs> uh tons of that. Which was nice and, and whatnot. That was cute. Uh I think there's like I, I think there's like a couple bits where it was a, a bunch of episodes for or a couple episodes and sections for like the main girl characters and shit. So that's kinda nice. It's kinda cool to see them all interact, especially because Amine had like nothing to do with any of them, really, other than knowing irma i guess um but the whole uh the whole new season for that one was <laughs> it was irma's ring if i'm remembering it correctly right it was his ring going out of control because there's a uh, some sort of what you, i can't remember what they even called it it was a long time ago i guess and also i just don't remember that information i'm a bad podcaster <laughs> anyway this demon e thing <laughs> that sucks magic <laughs> the magic suck thing <laughs> that thing was going wacky oh this is the yeah the first part of the season was when he was like he was like a bad dude because the ring was going out of control and took over his his mind and shit like that right right i knew there was something more with that that i couldn't recall uh it had two sections where it was like the bad guy the bad bad boy whatever you're making and then it had the second half where it was more normal um nothing too crazy there i guess uh other than like they tried to save that water park and stuff like that that was a whole thing <laughs> that was a whole thing i'm kind of sad about that one oh, it, it was like a faction I, I can't remember her name exactly but the the lady that was like <laughs> that had a ton of fun watching over Irumakun during uh or watching over Irima during um during like that water park adventure thing because <laughs> it was just another one of those humanizing the bad guy type of things you know so yeah that sucked i i guess but it was it was a decent arc they immediately got wiped out by all the different teams and stuff everybody split up into groups to fuck on <laughs> the bad guys as does or as goes a lot of that type of show i suppose it was fine though it was fine nice moments good fight things 
uh the bad <laughs> bad boy Irma thing was kind of cool <laughs> it was good though it was a good season for sure hope that there can be more of that as well okay fuck the sequels <laughs> for now i'm gonna take a quick drink because i look forward to, to chatting about this one i'm gonna just prepare the site too while i'm at it because why not because oh my good god we need to talk about at6 okay so there were a ton of there were a good chunk of new products that had come out in 2021 you know there was a a couple of them that had maybe this this big backing uh in manga or light novel uh type of stuff for however long so people knew it was coming out and they got real behind it whatever huge deal sure but I don't really know about that stuff. Um, I've not fucked with many mangas or any light novels at all. Um, so I wouldn't have known anything. So when I heard about 86, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what any of it was supposed to be. I don't know. I had I had nothing. But then the fucking thing comes out. And I'm fairly certain, and I, I could be mistaken, I suppose. Because, yeah, sure, I, I, I don't know exactly. I think it is my favorite show for this stylish show. It's my favorite mecha thing. Um, that's for sure. I, I don't fuck with mecha too much. And, and yeah, I guess you could say it might not be the same kind of mech thing, whatever, right? But basically, it's this military show where there's these... How do you even refer to them? <laughs> there's these people that are being outcast and forced into fighting for this republic um and it's just they're, they're treated like shit and they are just they have nothing they can do other than be thrown into battle and have to do this um they have to fight and fucking and die for this cause and god damn it it is unbelievable how crushing they can make the show be because you it's a military show you can expect there to be casualties you can expect that you can expect that you're not going to be shocked by there being casualties in a military show but this one and i, I don't know how spoilery do i want to be oh, fuck uh am i advertising the show for for somebody to go and start watching it or am i just talking about this show ah uh, i don't know how i want to go about it for this one especially Okay. Can I say this much? Yeah, okay. Knowing that main characters were not off the table for shit going wrong was fucked. Holy shit. God damn it. You could not be sure that anything was going to go well for anybody in particular. Um, 86 fucking bangs so hard. It, it goes so fucking hard. Um, it has in some of the best music I've heard in like any of these shows, some of the best animations I've heard or I've seen in any show at all, as of late, for sure. Um, incredible characters overall. They're so they're such a huge cast. Um, and and seeing people on, let's say, one side where it comes to uh, let me get her name exactly. Uh, shit. What what do they call her? <laughs> what do they call her? Handler. She's a handler. Okay, Lena. Lena. Seeing like the handler where she is like she's in this republic where she's away from the fighting but she's trying to aid these people these people the 86 these people are being consistently thrown into battle with reckless abandon um and they don't they don't trust the handlers they don't 
really care about the handlers, whatever the fuck. Um, then they have one that finally cares or whatever, all that stuff. It's just knowing, <laughs> seeing both sides of that was great for sure. Um, the first season was really heavy on stuff with Lena. Lena? Lena? I, <laughs> I don't know these pronunciations. That's not even a Japanese name. <laughs> that's just, that's just a name and I don't know. Fuck. Whatever. Don't worry. I'm going to fuck up the rest of them too. Um, oh God. So I also cracked my fingers into the mic. Good podcasting. So her whole thing, right? Lena's whole thing. Lena's whole thing is trying to be valuable and be helpful for these people because she knows about how horrible uh, they're being treated, how horribly they're being treated and how they're just not being aided in this fight that is saving all of these people. It's just like a, a whole republic or whole people, whole group of people looking at these 86, thinking they're monsters and not caring that they're keeping them safe and stuff like that. Eh. God damn it. Also, I didn't emphasize that the mech thing, they're like weird spider tank things. I don't know what the fuck that's about. I don't know. I don't know. But they're cool, I guess. Eh. I don't give a shit about mech stuff at all. So I have nothing really to say other than that it's cool. And it's animated incredibly well. I don't know what the hell's going on with that Fido thing, though. That's a little strange, but whatever. Anime. <laughs> Anime, I guess. Nevertheless. Uh, okay. Lena, good guy on the other side. Cool. When it comes to the 86, holy shit, I love, uh, I love Shine. Shin, Shin, Shine, Shin, whatever. I think they just shortened it to Shin a lot. Um, I think he's great. I think he's fantastic. Um, I really liked... I, I like Daya, and I liked uh, Kaye, I think. <laughs> How do you pronounce these? I, I'm seeing, like, a list in front of me here. Um, and, you know, they had... I don't want to say this. A lot of good characters in here. There's, like, such a huge cast of available people where Shin is this ringleader. He's the main guy. He's the reaper. He's the one that sends everybody to their death because... And this is a weird thing for the show. If they stay... Okay, if Shin doesn't kill them, then their... Okay, then their heads... And I guess you could probably view it as their soul, I suppose, get taken by these creatures. What do they call them? Uh, uh, the Legion. The Autonomous Legion. The Empire's Autonomous Legion. Ah. Uh, so yeah, this Legion, the Legion, whatever, <laughs> will take the head of any of the people they kill. So any of the 86 they kill and will drag them into their fight and force them to fight against. And then it's just like, holy shit, it's, it's mentally taxing to even to watch it. But if you put yourself in the place of the character and try to think of like how the character's seeing it, you're seeing this fucking dude who's just got extreme PTSD, <laughs> who is just hearing, cons it, it seems like it's probably just an allegory, like a huge allegory for PTSD, I imagine. But it's this crazy fucking continuous like screaming and yelling and pleading and crying from all these people that he couldn't, he couldn't save or whatever, right? So it's just him having like the dog tags of 50 or 60 or however many people, probably more than that, I imagine, I guess, because he's just he's he's having having to do this for so many people for so long because he keeps outliving and all these other people just keep not making it 
because he's so damn good at his thing, but everybody else is just getting caught out by whatever because it's an unwinnable battle, all that shit. Whatever. I, it, it's, it's crazy how good this show can make you care about... There's like 30 side characters. <laughs> I, I think there's probably like 20, 86, right, in the first season. Something like that for the main team. There's like 20 of them. Um, and you can you can be pretty into all of them. There's not particularly one that's a bad character or anything like that. I don't think there's a single bad character in the whole show, especially at that point. Um, if, I, if I had to pick like a favorite, um, I really thought that they haven't touched on it too much, but they've shown bits and pieces. How they're treating Anju um, is or how they talk about Anju, rather, is is very, very intriguing. I really like Raiden, how he's like, he's known Shin, uh, Shin the longest. It, it's this whole thing where they have this, they have this stronger bond or whatever. Um, I think it's very well done. Uh, a lot of the other side stuff I, I probably shouldn't fixate on too much, but those three in particular are very good, and I like them a ton together, especially. Just... They were probably the more immediate to be kind of okay with the handler and all that in the first season. The other guys were maybe a bit more skeptical, especially uh, Rika. Yeah, I think, well, it's Theoto. Theoto is how they have his name written here. I don't know. Also voiced by a woman. Huh, didn't know that. Hmm. Uh, anyway, it was... <sighs> These are the guys that are fixating on and viewing... Lena better, I guess, but that's not really the thing we're supposed to be focusing on. Um, so ignore that kind of concept. It's just going through this insane and crazy fight that is continuing to happen with no end in sight is in just utter insanity and just them continuously being thrown into the mud and someone like Lena the Handler trying to help them as much as they can, even if you know, even if commanding officers and whatnot are maybe not trying to allow that to happen for whatever reason, um, is a whole thing and is an interesting watch and is without a shadow of a doubt one of the more impactful shows that had come, for sure. And I'm just focusing on the first season. The second season where, mm, how do I want to do it? X amount of the 86 are in another location. Don't really know a ton about what's going on with Lana at the moment. Uh, it's also, uh, it's kind of an awkward one because the second season has been hammered by delays and production issues, which has resulted in it being episodes being delayed. And now there's a full hiatus on the show. So the second season isn't even finished and there's like two, is it two, two episodes left or something like that? yeah i think there's supposed to be like two or three or something like that episodes left in this season and it's been delayed till march or till the end of march is when it's going to be finishing apparently which is crazy um for it to happen but production issues aside you know obviously that's a big deal watching these characters try to go through and try to maybe at the start kind of go back into being normal people and then they just fucking cannot take it go straight into battling again it jumps kind of quick i guess you could say but when you understand the characters and why they are what they are it kind of makes a bit more sense for them to go straight back into the fighting and then there's new additions to this side of things too with like frederica stuff like that and who's a good character i like her so far um 
and you know the what is how can i say the next part too the other the i i don't know if i want to be spoilery or not it's so tough to be sure um let me just i think i'm gonna be pretty broad okay the person that frederica is fighting against watching all of that oh my god it is so well done too. It's just such a good goddamn show, man. It, it's just so good. It's these people that are just so beaten and so warped at this point, but are so so good at doing what they need to be doing. And it's just watching them try to be viewed as human when sometimes maybe they're not seeing themselves that way exactly. This is a huge shin season for sure. And it's really fixating on him. Oh my God, there's some stills in this fucking season because of his character that are just haunting anywho without trying to spoil shit without trying to be too intent i think i've been talking about this one show for 10 minutes now oh my god i wonder how much of it's just been gibberish <laughs> whatever um goddamn it's so good it's a great show regardless of it being mecca if that's not your thing it's a good military show it gets across so many so many powerful characters so many powerful feelings and all that give it your watch for sure i'm so glad that this has come out i cannot wait for any more of this thing it's a shame about the production issues um but goddamn i don't think there's been a single episode that's been like weak i don't think there's been one week one not one so knowing that is pretty pretty immediate for how <laughs> knowing that and knowing how good all of it has been because even if they've none of them have been weak i don't think any of them have been just okay either even the calm stuff where it's like in the first few parts of the second season um even that is huge for all the characters it's so fucking huge god damn god damn i i look forward to more from shin i look forward to more i i really want to know where we stand as of right now it is december 31st where we stand <laughs> with everything because a final fight type of thing broke out in the last one um and who knows what's going on there uh there could be a whole lot less people right now or it could just be like bait i kind of want it to be bait because i don't want to say goodbye to a lot of these motherfuckers but fuck man holy shit it is so good it is so good 86 is great fucking watch 86 if you have not um oh oh it it, it hurts it's so good it is so good God, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> I'll stop dishing about 86 from now on. Oh, I should have put a marker for all of these so I could keep track of when to... That would have been smart. Whatever. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, that was, the, that was the first fucking big show that wasn't a sequel. Ended up having one anyway, I guess. Okay, so if we want to talk about a different thing, uh, let's completely jump shift to a totally different genre to any of these so far. Um... Yeah, totally different. Uh, Horamiya. Horamiya is another one of those, like, it was probably one of the one of the mangas I'd heard the most about for a while. Um, it was that, and I think Komi-san were the two that I'd heard a ton about. So, Horamiya and Komi-san I knew a ton about, I'd been told about here and there. I didn't really fuck with manga all that much, so I hadn't tried them or anything like that, but I'd seen this, like, OVA series from uh horamiya that i thought was fantastic and i thought wow even if this is like really fucking weird production quality 
this is great. I love this. This was fantastic. They should do more of this. Didn't hear about it for a long time. Then they ended up uh, having the show get a proper adaptation and it ended up with a full season. And okay. So Horror Mia was incredible. It, it, it's a rom-com type of thing. Um, Horisan was great. You know, she was fantastic for what she was doing. And then let me get the exact name. Uh, it, it's, I forget his exact name. Mia Mia. Mia Mura. Mia Mura. Mia Mura. I'm an idiot. He's a me. Mia Mura. Mia Mura. I can't talk. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. God damn names. Okay. The dynamic between these two characters were, or was definitely the, obviously the biggest point of the show. I mean, the name, the show's named after them. So clearly um there's tons of stuff about the side characters and it's like a lot of relationships that are going on between everybody but the main focus of course is uh miyamura and uh hori so those two uh were fantastic together it was so good seeing seeing like i don't know seeing jealousy spark up seeing protectiveness spark up seeing every every aspect of these two characters kind of coming together and becoming becoming a unit you know getting into their relationship and and falling in love or whatever it was so good it was so good and it's another one of those instances where the main the main people are head and shoulders above the rest so i don't know someone like toru and uh and, and yuki and uh uh i don't know remy and akane and then shu and sakura uh and honika all these other people Every other side character, they're all good. I don't think there's a single bad one. I, she was kind of annoying, I guess, but they all have a ton of good value to each and every one of them. Akane and Shu, I guess, maybe are not the biggest. Sure. Maybe maybe not Remy. I don't know, whatever. They're all so valuable still, though. But um, Miyamura and Hori are so much better than the others. At least in my mind. Uh, the thing with them, though, is they can't really focus on drama too much for them, I guess. So it might just not have been all that valuable for them to really prioritize and have every single episode be directly about them. Because A, it would be a lot of them only. And B, they're in a relationship. They're fine. They don't need to have these kind of issues come up. <laughs> Other than uh, hints of masochism and <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> um but like, yeah, sure, jealousy, masochism type of shit aside, uh, they don't really have many issues to be focusing on. But the stuff with Yuki and Toru in that show, Toru eh, in that show, was very good too. Um, and that was just like a, a relationship that hadn't been developed entirely, but it was two people who clearly are into each other. Uh, stuff with Sakura and Toru was really depressing, you know, for her. Um, and all that was a big deal there. The other guys obviously had a lot of stuff there too, uh, in similar regard. But the main other team that you could look at, team I say, <laughs> would be obviously Yuki and Toru. And they were just fantastic. They were fantastic. But even then, I still probably would have wanted to see more from more, uh, Miyamura and uh, Hori. Nevertheless, you can understand why they maybe didn't have all those connections and all that fixation. As, again, busy with other shit. They had other stuff going on. Or sorry, not busy with other shit. Uh, they were fine. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about the problems that they might have had because they didn't really have those all that much. I digress, though. 
it's at its best when it was focusing on those two. But everything else, when it was focusing on those other characters too, was great. You know, there was an episode where it was pretty much entirely dedicated to Remy, and that was uh, and and her guy, which I thought might have been Akane, but it wasn't Akane, was it? It was uh, Sengoku. Sengoku. That's what it was. Um, those two had a great dynamic, and it was nice seeing them. They had an old episode for that, and that was fine. Um, they had like an episode for Sakura and Toru. That was good, you know, and sad. <laughs> and then they had like an episode probably for Yuki, maybe two for Yuki and Toru that kind of maybe, maybe had a correlation with other side characters too, you know, but all those side things were great. Um, and they really did push more ideas and options for focus for this, uh, for this rom-com type of stuff. Um, and that was nice, seeing other romances kind of develop and all that stuff. So while I can fixate and talk about how Miyamura is a, a great character and, and seeing stuff like, I don't know, stuff like him getting annoyed by people shit-talking Hori for being with him because he looks like a, a loser or whatever the hell, I don't know. And then he, he gets a haircut. <laughs> Stupid shit. Stupid shit. But it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Seeing shifts of opinions in regards to that was kind of nice, I suppose. Uh, Hori getting all protective over it was kind of cool, kind of cute, and all that stuff. It's just a good, good rom com slice of life thing. Glad I saw it. Hope there can be more at some point. Um, I think it ends with like, <laughs> I'm talking about how stuff ends. Uh, okay, it eh, not really a spoiler too heavily because I'm not gonna say who the hell is involved, but there's like. In relation to all these characters or whatever, there's a proposal kind of thing in it, uh, which might be a means of killing further development of stuff because it's not probably not going to switch to like right now. We're now let's look at the married life type of thing or some shit like that. I don't know, but eh, I'd like to see more. I don't know what more could be. <laughs> I don't know what more could be, but I would like to see more. Great show, good stuff, good, good, good stuff. Okay, so a similar show. Similar kind of mindset for it, too. Um, maybe not the most related, but, like, it's another kind of rom-com thing. More focused on the com, uh, as romance isn't really a priority in the show exactly. Um, but Komi-san. And this was another one of those ones, as mentioned before, where it was, like, huge, huge manga-backing. Manga-backing. <laughs> manga-backing. Um, and following, where it's just crazy crazy emphasis on how good this show is or how good the this 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 manga is so got an adaptation went to netflix jail that sucks that sucks uh ended up vpning and finding like translations <laughs> which was the awkward way to watch the show um but more but legal <laughs> legal <laughs> anywho um oh my god it is so good this is a great show too um okay it has a similar problem to it has a similar problem to Horamiya. And I say problem. This, it's not really an issue. But Okay. So it it's at its best again when it's the two main characters. Um there's a ton of side people in this show as well. Um my favorite people in the side kind of stuff would probably end up being uh nene who she came in kind of later in it uh komi's mom is kind of nice i guess but not particularly a focus or anything like that and then najime 
uh also great love that character for sure um but uh it's it's tadano and and komi is the show that that's what you want to be focusing on it's this character oh, i guess i probably should have gone in a bit more on what horamiya was okay so horamiya was like okay that hori chick is viewed super highly about by everybody else and she's got like this different personality at home where she's this homemaker kind of thing and is watching over or whatever so she's kind of concerned about people knowing that other guy uh miyamura finds out whatever and it, they end up they end up developing a bond because they work well together and they're just they're they're just a good partnership whatever it's cute it's good stuff okay probably should have focused more on that a little bit before bad podcaster again <laughs> Comey though god damn it okay so Comey it's called Komi Can't Communicate is the English name. Komi-san wa Kamiyoshu Desu? I don't fucking... I'm not even gonna try. But basically, it's this chick who has a communication disorder. She can't talk uh, to people all that much. She doesn't have the ability to have any conversation, pretty much, at a proper volume, ever. Um, never speaks, pretty much, throughout the entire show, other than, like, she might have ten lines total, where she actually gets words out. I don't know. Um, and even then, it can be, it is immediately apparent how good the voice acting is in this show, <laughs> especially for Comey. Uh, she has like lines where she starts stuttering when she's trying to talk and stuff like that. And the way that her name is uh, Koga Aoi, or Aoi Koga, I, I don't know exactly how you would do it. Uh, that actress is fucking fantastic for it. God, she's good. God, she is good. Um it's just really impressive how, even though she can't say a whole lot, she ends up being such a good character uh, with her voice, with her words and whatnot. Because she ends up, she writes stuff down on like a piece of paper to communicate with a lot of people, um, which is, it's funny in its own right, you know, that that's good. Um, <laughs> but god damn it, when, when she tries to talk, it can be pretty, pretty fantastic. But yeah, so uh Tadano's trying to help her out and trying to help her make friends because she has this anxiety where she can't she can't get anything to come together with that she can't uh so that's a whole thing and obviously it's like the that's the point of the show it's it's to try to make her have friends and try to get people to end up <laughs> cozying up to and being friendly with her and Tadano's just like busting his ass to try to make these things work and some of them okay I say that some of them end up culminating from Komi's interactions with other people um I think there's there's like one person in the first season that the friendship has nothing to do with Tadano maybe two of them maybe two yeah I guess ah, fuck maybe more maybe I'm giving him too much credit I, I okay but basically he's trying to help her out um and it is it is aiding her for the better for sure uh, out of all the side characters, again, like I said, Nene and, and Najima, or Najimi are my favorites, for sure. Uh, but that last one is fantastic. God, it's such a good character. <laughs> so fucking good. It's just like fucking with Komi and just trying to, trying to help her out, but also being a dick about it the, <laughs> the whole time. Oh, it's some good stuff. Oh, it's some good stuff. Just real good social awkward, or socially awkward kind of comedy stuff. That's really cute. And it's definitely worth the watch again. Great show. Happy it came out for sure. Happy it uh, got the salutation. Happy that I finally got to watch all this stuff because it is impressive how good the whole thing is. 
Uh, except, what can I say? There's that one freak character. I I don't know. There's this whole cult. Everybody in this goddamn school, like, loves this bitch. So they all love Komi, and they all just will do anything to just treat her like a god. (laughs) I think they have a, there's a scene where she's in a chair, like a, like a queen, and they're, they're fanning her. And it's just fucking, you know, it's just, it's stupid shit. But the characters that are really into that, uh, what's her name? It's like the second or third person that befriends, you could say. Um, where is that lunatic? (laughs) Where is that lunatic? Oh, there she is. (laughs) Yamai. Yamai. It it is creepy. (laughs) Oh, she is a creepy one for sure. Um, but, uh, it's just a great show. It's a great show where all these people are just so well together and just knowing that, I don't know, knowing knowing all these other dynamics and all these other people that are coming into the fray, it can be great. It can be good. A lot of them are, you know, they have their own quirks and stuff like that, but they, they all have value and they're all good. Um, I can't specifically say that there's one side that I don't like. Uh, they kind of scary chicks a bit much, but <laughs> fantastic, fantastic all around. Sure, it's great. The dog thing's a little strange. Don't like the dog thing. Uh, but as as touched on briefly, Komi and Tadano are the focus that you fixate on them for sure. And why would you do anything other than they're like the main ones, and they have the best. Uh, they have the best like on screen time. Um, they are to me again another one where it's at its best, where those two are together and it's focusing on those two. But there's value all across the board. It's a great show. Great watch. Uh, as soon as it comes out of Netflix jail, watch it. <laughs> watch it, watch it, watch it. It is officially done as well. So it'll probably end up getting proper, uh, being properly done on like uh, foreign Netflix and stuff like that. So no more VPNing and getting whatever sort of nonsense <laughs> translations put together. It'll be good though. Good stuff to watch. Good stuff. Good Comey son. Good, good, good. Okay. So complete, uh, complete deviation from that. Um, this one's going to be kind of odd. Which wasn't meant to be a joke. I'm also, I'm only, I'm not even at the end of the big shows. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have to start rushing through a couple of these. My next few might be a bit much. I'm an hour in and I've only talked about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the shows. There's like 30. Oh, fuck me. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Good God. What happened? Oh, how much of this is even usable? Whatever. Okay. Odd Taxi. Next one. Ha. Oh. If you are not watching Odd Taxi, if you've not watched Odd Taxi, put that one on. I can't even say a whole lot about what this is. If you want to go in for a weird time, if you want to see an abnormal thing, just how how can I compare it to? I can't compare it to anything. You have to watch the show. You have to. I can't say a single thing. There are 10 different characters that are all having all these things going on that are all having these like uh, they look one way and they have this thing happening or whatever the hell, right? And all of them are connected. And there's this taxi driver who's a fucking walrus. I think he's a walrus. I, I can't remember. But there's this taxi. Oh, they're all animals, by the way. They're all weird animals that have no relation. Very strange. Um, But watch the show. All these different sides, all these different locations, these people... Uh, all these actions, they have like 10 different ways that they connect back to each other, to everybody all throughout the show, coming back to how they all relate to this taxi driver. 
as in this taxi driver drove this one guy to this place who met this girl who went here and now that girl is talking to this guy because this guy is telling her to do that to make money back for her loan from that guy and then on topics of loan this other guy has a loan that he's trying to do a thing with and trying to be careful from and he gets caught by this other guy who does weird stuff and is like a rapper i don't know what's going on with that one but he's a dick <laughs> it's just like it all goes around to this oh who is it who is it there's there's a specific filmmaker that does exactly this kind of thing where all these things tie together and i'm so shit with film that i don't know who it is ah i think it might be it's pulp fiction-esque is kind of the idea it's pulp fiction-esque is it tarantino <laughs> let me uh pulp fiction who did it who did pulp fiction uh tarantino okay it's kind of it is kind of tarantino-esque it was tarantino there we go if you give a shit about his kind of stuff if you like that kind of thing if you've ever seen pulp fiction and you were into it odd taxi is the kind of shit you should watch it is it's a different kind of anime it's nothing to do with any norm like if you compare odd taxi to any of the shows i've talked about here and we'll talk about at the end or at the rest of this there's no relation it is a fantastic time. I can't really say more about it other than to just watch the thing. It is just watch the thing and don't. This could be a thing that maybe held you back, possibly. Don't fixate on them being animals. Think of them completely as just people. They treat them as people anyway, you know? No one's like, no one's, no one's really being like, oh, your feathers are in a bunch or something like that. They're not even making lines like that. It has nothing to do. The fact that they're animals or whatever has nothing to do with the show. Just watch the show. It is a great show. It's graphic a bit, though. Uh, there, there's there's like a couple bits of violence, I suppose, if that's a thing that you're wary of, which I guess I probably should have mentioned when I talked about fucking 86. Oh, my God. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Odd Taxi. I don't want to say much more. Tarantino Pulp Fiction-esque. Watch the show. Watch the show. Great show. Great show. We'll likely never get anything more from that, but good. Okay, the other one for like these kind of big shows might be lower in on that scale, but it's one of those things where like I heard a ton from the manga uh, here and there, but whatever. Uh, please don't mess with me, Miss Nagatoro, or whatever, or don't don't toy with me. I think yeah, don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro. Uh, it's a good show. It, it's it's a good show and all. Um, it, it it's tough to talk about this one, I guess. It's a kind of rom-com type of thing again, but the first episode, if you can get past the first episode, you're probably fine and you'll probably have a good time. It's like these two characters kind of getting together or whatever. One character, total bitch, literally bullies the guy into crying in the first episode. Uh, and it, it is really uncomfortable, but like the whole premise of the show is she's a bitch. She's a bitch and she's fucking with the dude. The dude doesn't mind it, though, is the thing. So you don't have to worry about it. It's 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 fucking strange. I don't know. It it's it's like you're watching a relationship uh culminate. You're watching this thing develop. The side characters don't matter too much. They have a bit of sway for where they like how they affect uh Nagatoro and um fuck. What's his name even? They just call him Senpai. Oh shit, did they not say his name ever? His name might just be Senpai. <laughs> Shit. 
I think it might be. Ah, whatever. Anywho, this dude just wants to fucking, wants to draw shit. And he's just, he's getting his ass beat verbally and physically by this chick at a point. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's it's kind of whatever. It's it's a cute show though overall, I guess. It, the first episode's a bit much. It was kind of hefty on the bully thing, like it's literal literal bullying, and then you're just like, ah, cool, she's fine, whatever. The next episode immediately. So I don't know, might not sit super well with you, and I wouldn't blame you if it didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fine. It's it's fine. You you see. Sure, you might not love, yeah, I don't know, you might not love that first one, but as it goes on, she grows on you, and seeing how they end up growing together and all that, it, it is nice, so I would, I would say it's still very much worth that watch, and is very, very interesting, um, and the poor guy should just be able to draw this fucking manga in peace, but no, some cat girl with noodle arms is beating the shit out of him, that's <laughs> ah, a good show, it was fine, it was fine. That's a good one to uh, to throw on. If you were to pick between something like uh, Horamiya, Komi, and Nagatoro, I'd have Nagatoro at the bottom. Um, that's just me, though. Uh, I, I don't know. I also, I, if, out of all those, I can't even pick between Horamiya and Komi. I think they were, they were both very good. Um, maybe, I, eh, maybe I'd fix it and side more with Horamiya. But whatever the case, Nagatoro is good. It was good. It was a good time. It was good. I'm glad it came out finally. I'm glad it properly got an adaptation. Um, I'd watch more. I look forward to more. I think there will be. I think there will be more for sure. Um, and yeah, could be good. Could be good to continue on. I do suggest it for sure as well. Okay. Unfortunate here. To your eternity. Okay. There's four big shows in here that I'm going to talk about that I haven't done anything with. To your eternity. Watch the first episode. Didn't immediately click, put it down. This is one of the highest regarded shows that I know of, and I kick myself for not watching it more. I need to go back and watch this. Fantastic show, one of the more uh, one of the more influential ones to a lot of people. Um, apparently, it's it's super good, and it's just done very well. Like visually, I could tell you immediately from the first episode. Great, great. Unless that decayed as it went on. Fantastic. I just didn't click on with this show immediately. I really need to, though, because I've heard stellar, stellar things. And I think you should give that a watch. Um, dude and a wolf. Wolf? Yeah, I think. Uh, just like they're lost in this this space. They're lost trying to make it. You know, this dude's kind of falling apart. And it's just ending up relying on this beast. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know much about the show. All I know is that kind of concept, and it's great. So that's the best I can say for that one. Tokyo Revengers. Mmm. Fuck! I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. I was really into the idea of the show. A lot of people are really into the idea of the show and think it's a fantastic show. I've heard fantastic things from Tokyo Revengers. Um, this dude, like, infiltrates a gang. Okay, this dude is tasked with going back in time to try to change... Try to change the past to stop the events from happening that led to the death of someone he cared for back in his like high school times. I can't recall. Um, but yeah, so he's he's given this ability to go back to try to to intersect this gang and try to stop this from happening because this woman dies because of the gang's actions in some regard. Goes back and he's immediately like he's starting to make his waves into it, whatever. 
I didn't make it past the first episode. I fucking hate the art style for it. I can't even describe what it is, but if you looked it up and you looked at any other show, it's a completely different style and it just kind of bugged me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that it bugged me. I wish it didn't. It's kind of that same thing with Odd Taxi, you know, where like a lot of people might not be into it because it's just like the animal thing. That's weird, whatever, right? Maybe they don't like that concept. They're not all that into it. Um, I guess it's kind of the same sort of thing here, but it's just like, it's kind of an old look to it. The style is a little bit of an old school type of thing, but in a new visual color i it, it, it's it's strange i can't even describe it i can't describe it it just it seemed so strange to me and i didn't like the actual physical look of the show and i put it down and then i heard about how great it was and then i thought ah fuck same kind of thing again where i'm just sat there like an idiot and i i put down a show that was highly regarded and i i, I kick i kick myself for my dumb actions but it just didn't click with me and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I put it down. I've heard good things though. So would suggest giving it a whirl. Hopefully it can be better for you. Fruits Basket or Fruit Baskets. Fruits Basket. I don't know. Whatever. Remake. Uh, I think it came out like... It wasn't the 90s the first one, was it? It was a long time ago though. The first iteration of that show. And then I think... I think it was the final season for it? The remake or something like that? um it's a it's a it's a com it's a romantic show um which is fine uh this girl is like she's she's like falling for these for the this creature this guy that she meets but he's actually like some demi-human type of thing where he's like he's like a fox or some shit i don't know it's something i just had not i, I didn't care much about it's just like i think it's just like this girl is seeing all these hot dudes and then they end up being animals and stuff like that it's fine i'm sure that's of interest to a lot of people i've heard good things about it too i just don't have anything i could say about it it being remade is cool i didn't know how i don't know how common it is for a remake of a show like that to happen but it's good to hear about i think it maybe didn't it might have been one of those things where they had to wing the ending because it wasn't caught up at the time and now they have the opportunity to be like oh it's done let's do it whatever it might be that kind of concept i don't know um, but I have nothing more I could say about it. I'm happy it's a thing. I'm glad people are liking it. Hopefully more remake type of things can be on the horizon. To fire off the final big show that I want to talk about. I will talk about Attack on Titan later on. Um, okay. I, did I even mention that I'll talk about Attack on Titan later? I'm going to close out with Attack on Titan. <laughs> okay. Ushoka Tensei. Jobless Reincarnation. The father of Isekai. Right? haven't watched it yet so apparently this is one of the most this is a really stellar show to a lot of people um and it is one of the things that led to i think it's the biggest genre is it a genre yeah it's a genre i think it's led to the biggest genre in anime history isekai is so fucking so common People fuck with this all the time. It's a big ticket selling item nowadays. And there's a lot of shit ones, sure. But this thing literally is the reason that these all exist. There wouldn't be any of these other fucking things if it weren't for Mishoka Tensei. Also, I think my camera's lagging. I just noticed that. Is my camera lagging? Are you lagging? This camera sucks. 
like I, this doesn't uh, matter for the people only caring for the audio so apologies for fixating but i keep looking over and <laughs> whatever <laughs> disregard that back to the show Mishoka tensei is an interesting concept um it's dude gets i, I think he i think it's literally like the common thing i think he gets hit by a vehicle or something killed he's dead goes to another world right born as a kid to another world the only thing that so apparently it's very good at everything it does and apparently it's very interesting with everything that goes about it he gets these powers he's fucking doing all this shit whatever and he goes off into the world um but he has the mind of he he has the mind he had when he was an adult in his old life in Japan before he got brought to this random place somewhere. And it, this is the one thing that I know kind of weirded me out a tad about this show. He does all this shit. Um, it's sexual. The show is sexual uh, in a sense where he uh, he's trying to bang, he's trying to bang this chick in the show. He's the character is supposed to be like what? His character, I think, is supposed to be, like, 13 or something insane like that. And the other character is, like, a little older. And, again, the guy has the mind of, like, a 30-some-year-old. So it's kind of like, I I don't like that shit. And it seems to be a thing that happens in, in some isekai, you know, where, like, a dude might go back and then fall in love, whatever the hell. I mean, that's, like, that's kind of the entire worry of re-life, right? <laughs> that was, like, a huge worry from the concept of the show. Um, that's the real part of the show in this Mishoka Tensei, Tensei show, um, which is a little bit awkward. So no matter what the show is actually about, I have that thing in my head that will never go away. And I, I don't love that. So I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard that it's worth my while. I just realized I'm recording in 60 FPS and this is supposed to be 30. Fuck. Damn it. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's. It's the thing that led to all these isekais, and it does maybe a lot of stuff that you've already seen from other isekais, but other isekais did it because these guys did it. So it's kind of like, I don't know, if you're a big isekai guy, you're probably going to watch this. And you might think like, oh, a lot of this is uh, repetitive or whatever the fuck. But again, literally designed by this team, by that show, by this, I assume, manga, right? So it's a tad awkward in that regard i've heard good things about the show though i don't love that part of it i don't know that's kind of the thing that maybe other isekai started being like okay let's maybe fucking let's maybe not do that part possibly <laughs> or maybe maybe we'll have the character always be like 15 <laughs> and the other characters are all 15 or some shit like that so it's not as odd <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's fucking strange whatever the case that part of it's a little bit strange but i've heard good things about mishoka tensei Definitely worth a watch from what I've understood. I'll have to give that a shot too. I still have to watch Two Year Eternity first though. So that's another one. Okay, or that's another one to fix it on. Okay, big shows, done. Attack on Titan, we'll talk about later. I'm an hour and 15 minutes in. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, let's fire off a couple of the, uh, the smaller shows. Okay, Far Away Paladin, current show. Uh, I think it's still in its final few episodes in its thing right now. Uh, guy, born again, same kind of thing isekai to a place uh he's mentored by these two random people well two random people by these two demons and whatever two like old creatures that are old people old human that humans my mistake jesus that came back and stopped this whole thing from happening ends up 
uh making a deal with this god thing and it, it's a crazy kind of it, it, it's a good show it, it's it's basically this dude learning to fight learning magic learning whatever by these mentors these people that he loves you know they end up leaving they end up leaving um and he ventures out into the world and he's just kind of becoming he's becoming more of a person and he's becoming more with life i don't know he he's finally out into the wild and he's out into meeting other people like he had never seen other people at this point in time uh for like 15 years so he might have assumed or he didn't assume actually my mistake that he was maybe never gonna find a person all he had was like he made this pact with a god and he was spreading this whole thing as he goes on and his, his new task is to go out and to just just spread light <laughs> goddess of light i think is what his goddess is um so he's, he's trying to just basically just be a good person and save <laughs> shit like that it's a good show it's it's, it's good it's good um it, as of right now they're actually i think they're within an arc where he's kind of having this turn where he's like he's worrying about what his actions might be doing to other people which is a little bit interesting so that's an interesting concept for the whole thing uh it spends like half the season at least at this point um focusing on him developing into a person to then end up leaving and that leave every concept of that like the whole thing there is a little awkward where he is how do i say it he's kind of becoming who he is i guess he hasn't found what he is yet so he's, he's becoming that and you're watching that happen as he goes off into his own it's kind of split up into two parts of the show and they're both nice too i do kind of i do like the him developing and becoming a person type of thing uh under the the guy or under the views of his his family i suppose that was a cute bit of it and i do kind of miss that part but i don't know there's not a ton i could say good show far away paladin definitely worth that watch platinum end made by the guy who did uh or the team i guess whatever that did uh death note not as good as, as death note at all <laughs> it, it's kind of it's it's cringy it's cringy and kind of lame and kind of stupid and the the main guy's a pussy he's a total bitch uh and the girl who has some really she had like a real uh development or like her character is just kind of fucked um and that was very well done how they kind of described how she had gotten to where she was and she ended up having this switch which is kind of nice too i guess but it did take away from what she was to the show i guess maybe still has value though but like yeah the, 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 there's like this god that or there's these angels that are trying to bring these people to become the new new gods and there's this one bad guy guy who's backed by an angel who's killing a bunch of people trying to become a god for whatever reason they're kind of showing like oh he has a sister that's dying or something like that so maybe that's why Ooh, but he's like trying to wipe out all the other candidates um these three people come together not not him uh this guy who's a pussy this girl uh who like the guy liked or something like that i don't know um and this old dude who happened to find out at a point that these two were also candidates he's they're all coming together to try to make try to not let this other guy become a god because 
they know how dangerous it'll be if he is um or they, they fear how dangerous it'll be if he is the whole thing it makes a switch but like i don't know it the, the dude is a pussy he's been beaten down by life angel comes to bring him out to try to allow him to become a god he doesn't want to be a god same as the chick kind of thing it it it's just a lot of self-doubt and kind of deprecation and kind of depression a lot of depression rather actually um but i don't know it's kind of the show is kind of shit <laughs> it's kind of shit really you know um if you were going into this with any love of like death note or whatever if you thought there'd be any correlation there's none other than people dying because that happens there's none like they're they're not nearly they're not even they're not like a tenth the character that any of the <laughs> any of the death note characters are so yeah i don't know Palad it, platinum end is okay so far it's kind of shit <laughs> it's okay though it's kind of shit it's okay cringy whatever i don't know keep watching it meh might be fine i don't know we'll see um bokatachi no remake i really like this one uh dude unhappy with his life right super super similar to real life by the way super similar but instead of in real life guy goes back to high school in bokatachi no remake guy goes back to college you know goes to does he go to college in the first place i think he goes to college in the first place rather um he goes back like 10 20 years and there's these people he's idolized or whatever as he's gone on and he ends up being right alongside them in their education and stuff like that and i thought it was a really cute and well done show um romances that pop up in it are depressing <laughs> i guess or like maybe not depressing but like ah you can get your soul crushed a bit by it it's a really good slice of life type of thing as well um that how do i okay so much much like real life the guy's going in with the idea of he wants to develop he wants to find himself and be the person he wants to be because he never found he never got exactly what he wanted out of his life things maybe didn't go the way he wanted and he kind of had these ideas and hopes and dreams so he wanted to go back into college to have these things kind of come to fruition he wanted to make these things happen and he ends up working alongside these people again he's idolized or whatever um and so his whole mindset is okay i'm gonna try to be helpful and lend my aid to these people um i want to help them be good and be what they need to be and apparently him trying to do that ends up sparking this huge problem and making all these issues come up for all these people where like one person stop in the future stops writing entirely one person drops out of the college entirely and quits any sort of artistic passion like that and another like ends up going for this ends up going for this kind of career path that yeah was good for them but then they're just unhappy and they don't love what they're doing anymore at all but it, all these things got to this point because of his interaction so then it's watching him be horrifically depressed knowing like oh god sorry bang my desk knowing oh man they were all better off before i was there and then he goes back <laughs> so like there's, there's all these there's a couple time jumps and stuff like that where like because of his actions because of him trying to help these people and trying to be 
trying to learn himself, but also trying to aid these people because he loves these people. And seeing how these all kind of snowball at a point, I guess you could say. Very good. Um, I don't think many people spoke about this Bokotachi no remake show, but I would highly suggest watching it. Um, it was very, very well done. Uh, can I say anything? Um, okay, the ending may have left one to maybe want more, I guess. But I thought it was incredible how everything had gone on. Uh, the development of uh, relationships might have been a little bit awkward, I guess. But it was still good, too. Um, I would have liked it to have gone a different direction, <laughs> I guess. Uh, either of two other options. <laughs> I don't know how I could say it. Um, eh, it was good. It was good. Watch it. Bokatachi no remake. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, God, seeing that snowball and watching that happen. Ooh, ooh, it can tug at you. But yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. Jakuchara uh, Tomozaki-kun. Bottom tier character Tomozaki. Dude is a fucking nerd, right? Okay. There's this guy. He's an asshole. He's like this little fucking dweeb idiot who plays knockoff Smash Brothers. And he's the best knockoff Smash Brothers player in the world. Or in Japan. And there's this other girl. Or there's this girl uh, who is playing against him. She's the second best or something. And she asks him to meet. Um guy doesn't know who he's gonna go meet meets this girl ends up being the popular girl in his school and uh she's just like looking at the guy thinking well you fucking suck because he does fucking suck <laughs> i don't know eh, eh. dude is a loser girl comes around and makes him not much of a loser watching development of his feelings towards maybe her her towards maybe him uh, and other people around them both, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's strange. It's it's a fine show. It's fine. Um, you can kind of argue that the main character, the main girl, right, who is she's like perfect in everywhere and she, uh, in every way. It's all because she's calculated as hell and does everything to like uh, a tried and tested formula to be a good and valuable person to people and she wants to be the best at everything she's doing and she's trying to help this guy who's a loser but has a fucking heart <laughs> i guess you know to where he doesn't want to like he's not trying to fake himself really so she's trying to like one of the big parts of the show is she's trying to help him be more sociable and be more around and be i guess kind of popular i suppose almost um, and one of the things is she tries to get him into a relationship with a girl, completely on terrible pretenses of just, she's there and it could work. And the whole thing that he fixates on is like, I don't know if that's a good call, man, that seems kind of shitty. And she's just like, egging him on and keep doing it. And it kind of takes away from, it, it seems like it's kind of trying to set up like, oh, these two maybe want to be together, possibly, or he wants to be with her. Ooh, but it's the girl is kind of shitty and it isn't really a hidden fact it isn't really a hidden fact that she's kind of shitty um i don't know it, it, it's it's just kind of it, it's just kind of awkward to know first off the whole show is kind of awkward i guess um and why all these people have such a fixation on knockoff mario brothers is strange but it always comes back to that fucking game um 
I don't know her her game plan. I think you're meant to look at her game plan with caution. You're meant to think like, uh, she's maybe got a lot of this wrong, possibly, but she's she's still meant to be like, oh, you're supposed to really focus on what she's doing, and the guy is supposed to pay attention and do what she's doing and saying to do. Um, it kind of closes with him taking his own path, but coming back to her maybe under like he wants his own actions or like he wants specific things to go a specific way possibly but it, it kind of comes back to her i guess I, I don't know i don't like the way that she has a couple things done but the show's overall nice like it's not too bad so i'd say again another one of those good ones um a little cringy though it's kind of like that gamers show but not love triangle-y and cringier cringy in a different way i guess would be how you do it <laughs> okay detective is already dead uh tentai uh wamo shindaru <laughs> i think i don't know didn't hear tons about this show a friend of mine had been into it i popped it on and i thought ah this is cool why not i'll give it a shot um came out and it was fine it was kind of like it was good it's a good show um it's this dude, I mean, the show is called The Detective is Already Dead. So this dude is kind of like the assistant, I guess. He's the assistant, I guess, to this detective. It follows the first few episodes, or first episode or two. No, yeah, first episode follows him kind of becoming a part of his team, or part of her team. She fucking dies at the end of the first episode, right? She's dead, is the whole thing. She's dead. So then it jumps to him being a normal person later on in the second episode right and a new girl comes out of nowhere is like hey i was told i need to come find you i need your assistance she ropes him back into aiding in this whole thing he's been at the game for a while now so he's got it down and then oh my the detective oh her heart is in this girl or something like that so this girl has the heart of the other girl and the two are talking to each other and the one the dead girl is coming back and there's these like there's powers and and creatures and and i i don't it, it's fucking weird also the show doesn't know what a, a detective is at all it, it's not really detective work that's going on. Like, there's some of that, I guess. But a lot of it's just, like, killing a demon thing. And shooting a demon thing. It's not very detective-y. I, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. It's a fine show. It's a fine show. It is horribly rated on, um, on things like MAL. I looked it up earlier. It was, like, a 6 or a 6.5 or some show like that. And I felt that was a bit egregious. The show's fine. It's, it's worth a watch. Good relationship development in there too, I guess. Uh, I wish there was more of the detective of the detective, um, but you you kind of get that at a point. I don't know. It's a bit awkward. <laughs> it's a bit strange, a bit, but I it's it's cute. It, it's nice seeing that new girl try to become uh, this detective person essentially because she knows about how much this person did and she wants to live up to the value of what that other person gave her. You know. So I, I guess I understand a lot of the doubt that goes on in there, but it, it, it's a cute show. It's a cute show. It's fine. It's good. It's it's funny at what it does. It's good at what it does. I don't know why it's so poorly received. Detective's already dead. Good time. Wish she was alive, though. <laughs> Would have been nice. 
<laughs> okay, so ow. to continue down my list of the smaller shows and stuff. Um, okay, let's talk about the realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. Isekai type of thing. Guy gets called then to guy gets called in as a bargaining chip to try to help this kingdom uh, with their problems with money. Basically, they need to acquire some sort of money. If they don't end up with the money, the idea or to give to another nation to defend against monsters and shit, demons, whatever. Um, it's all demons in these fucking shows. Um, whatever. They can't get the money. They don't have enough money. So they end up doing this thing where they can call because they're the only region that can do it or something like that. They can do a hero summoning and they can summon a random dude to come in and they can use him as a bargaining chip. The idea is they're going to go and pawn the guy off to this nation in lieu of money, and they'll do whatever. A uh, guy ends up becoming the king himself uh, after suggesting, like, ideas to work out the tr the plan for compensation, um, and ends up just turning the country around the, the, with, with the, his decision-making and stuff like that. Uh, it's fine. It's 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 a bunch of like, dude comes from Japan to go to this new world. He teaches the world about fucking about thinning a forest. <laughs> he sells off items and shit like that. He learns magic uh, to make money back and develops new game plans and brings in tons of people with varying levels of or varying backgrounds and stuff like that to come be a part of his cabinet and. I don't know. It, it, it's it's fine. It's a good just. It's a good time where this guy comes in and just changes a lot of stuff for these people and helps out all these people. And uh, it, it's one of those things where like, oh, there's there's like seven women by the way that love the guy. <laughs> and uh, what is it? Uh, polygamy? Yeah, polygamy is cool. So <laughs> so they're like, ah, fuck it, whatever. He can have like ten wives. I don't care. Is what they end up doing. So. Yeah, sure, it's a couple bits of development uh, for those relationships. It's a pretty common thing for that sort of show. But the concept behind the show is fine. Um, the actions behind the character are good. Uh, it, it, it's nice. It's a good time. It's a good watch. Uh, I don't think it's going to get anything more than what it has now, but I think that's fine. I think you can have a good time with the one season there. Realist Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom. Uh, Genjutsu Shugi Yusha no Okoku. Uh, Saikenki is the name. Good luck getting that from what I just said. Just look up Realist Hero for Built the Kingdom. You'll, you'll probably get it. <laughs> okay. Um, Rom-com where the childhood friend loses is another kind of small show that I had been intrigued by. It was... It's three people. It's a love triangle thing, effectively. Where these three people all have some sort of interaction that they had with each other when they were kids so they're all childhood friends <laughs> or wait doesn't lose oh it's where oh 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 Re uh rom-com where the childhood friend doesn't lose i think i think is the name uh and the idea is there's like there could be like 10 childhood friends or whatever the fuck so it's just being coy with that but like it's three people who are trying to pull the wool over each other and are being kind of shitty to each other they're just like three shitty people <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's one dude it's a girl and another girl the two girls don't really like each other they both like the guy the guy likes both of them he can't pick he's kind of a dick <laughs> i think he was like yeah yeah he used to be like 
Oh, fuck, then there- Oh, right, then there's another girl! Fuck! God damn it, anime, there's like ten girls! Ah, <laughs> shit. Okay. So, he used to be in show business. He ends up stopping that at a point. There's a girl that he meets in show business that he likes. Or that uh, likes him, but he doesn't recognize it because he's too young, doesn't understand. As he gets older, he finds that same girl in, like, his high school. And is just in love with him. Or with her. Um, he has this other lady friend that... She likes him, toys with him a bit. He doesn't quite get it at first, but he likes this other girl, and he's trying to get this one girl to help him get to the other guy. Or wait, help him to get to the other girl, even though he knows that the other doesn't like him. Or that, oh wait, no, okay. So, <laughs> okay, okay. So he likes the, he likes the showgirl. That's the wrong term, but the girl from his past when he was in show business asks another girl to help him in his effort at deceiving the other girl to make her jealous to maybe then be with her because the show business girl is in a relationship with another guy. But turns out that was fake to get the other guy jealous, like the main dude jealous. And so it was all a lie the whole time and she's always liked him and he didn't know that, but then he had the old change where he likes the other girl. <laughs> So that's the whole thing. So he gets back into show business effectively to be with the show business girl. And it gets to a point where the three of them, he asks out, uh, out the first girl that he asked to help with the other girl. <laughs> so he's doing all this bullshit to be with one and then changes his mind and goes to the other. That girl doesn't doesn't accept because he just did... She watched this other guy, she watched the dude do all this bullshit with the other girl. This is the dumbest recount. <laughs> okay. All these people are shitty to each other. They deceive each other, lie to each other, and they like each other, right? So he ends up being in show business. This other girl comes up and she likes him too. It's just like all these people are coming out of the woodwork to be in relation to this guy who has all these connections now because he's come back into show business. The whole concept of the show with that kind of thing is fine. It's like love. It's a bunch of like shitty people being shitty and being in love type of thing. It's good though. It's just fucking trying to recount all that was fucking insanity. <laughs> I don't even know if any of what I said made any sense at all, but it was a lot of that. Okay. <laughs> so just take that information. And there you go. All right. Fuck that. Okay. Next up. Kana, uh, Kanajo Mo Kanajo. Okay. Uh, girlfriend and girlfriend or whatever. Or no. Girlfriend, girlfriend. Girlfriend, girlfriend, I think. Uh, dude has two girlfriends. That's the show. That's about it. <laughs> That's about it. Um, He's just like, he's, he, he gets madly in love with, with this girl right and he consistently awkwardly announces it to everybody and then this other girl comes up and he doesn't want to say no to her because his heart skipped a beat or something so he convinces the two of them to be to both be in a relationship with him and they're trying to like work that out and they're they're trying to come to terms with how that whole thing goes <laughs> and then there's like two other girls that want to be there too kind of sorta <sighs> harem show harem show it's fine it, it's whatever it, it's kind of funny probably worth a watch basically everybody 
all the girl characters are actually pretty good in that show really uh there's like a youtube lady like the whole thing is she uses her titties to make a lot of money <laughs> so that that's like a whole thing so that's kind of lame i guess it's whatever it's funny i suppose though she's kind of maybe on the lower tier of all the other people but whatever it's a fine show i guess just a tad abnormal i suppose you could say eh. um the next one this is one that i'm actually kind of oh that's all it's a good show i guess it's fine kind of jam kind of jam it's good eh. uh the next one the second season of standing on a million lives um weird show where it is kind of lost in what it wants to do it uh it's like a comedy thing where like oh this guy these people have to go into this other world and they have to do this whole thing um to try to save this world or else they will die um and the whole concept of the show in the first season was like we're just doing this to continue it on continue it on continue it on we don't want to die um the dude the main dude um he like gets roped into this whole thing too uh by these two other girls and then i think at the end of the first season there's like a new girl gets brought into it but whatever so there's three of these girls and there's this guy that are all roped into this thing the guy ends up deciding to and acting upon deciding to and then doing whatever I, I i don't know how to construct this he kills people he ends up killing people and this is a light-hearted comedy kind of show with you know there's ramifications for what could end up happening sure but the main thing is like it's just a fuck about kind of show but the first season ends up with this guy killing these people right in this action to try to save everybody else because he's of the mindset like this whole thing is like ah it's like a dream world type of thing he ends up asking this creature though this thing this god whatever thing that brought them to this he ends up asking if the people there are actual humans that are alive somewhere and he finds out yes they are and he has been fucking over or killing people for however long. And so it's him coming to terms with that at the end of the first season. And he's just kind of in this whole depression state. Stuff, 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 whatever. Second season comes in. He's still got that mindset, but now the whole thing, it's kind of funny. So this whole show is like really around, it's in a weird state where it's, no one really knows exactly what it's supposed to be. It's kind of like a comedy thing. But there's this undertone where it's super fucking serious. And the dude is the main proponent of that. Because it's him like, everything's going to fall on me. I got to do this. I've already done this. I'm already tainted or whatever. I am the best to do this. I'm going to keep doing all the bad shit myself. And so he's doing like every terrible action on his own accord. He's trying to go and be like, the the sacrificial pawn he's trying to be the one to go and enact any murder and other characters that especially are more direct with him so like the two main girls i guess uh one particular possibly but both of them really are looking at him and just knowing like holy shit this guy's falling apart as he's doing all these terrible actions um it it's this crazy thing where where this guy is trying to kind of hold it together continue doing these actions where they try to do this whatever uh thing to keep themselves alive to keep leveling up in this world or whatever the fuck and the guy keep the main guy keeps getting like stupid jokey uh jobs and st- stuff when he levels up and whatnot that's a whole kind of thing of the show um 
And he's still just making it work. And he's still just continuing on to try to make sure that he stays alive and also to make sure that they save the world because that's like the whole thing is if they can't do it, not only will they die, they will let the world die. And it'll all be the fault of theirs for not being able to solve it. Which is a strange concept for a thing that's meant to be kind of jokey. But it it just, it's such an odd one because the goddamn guy, the goddamn show can't find where it wants to be. So it doesn't seem to land one way or the other. It just goes hard on the whole, I'm going to try to be, I don't know, I'm going to try to be a fun, fun, whatever show. And then we're going to go to these kind of serious notes and stuff. And it kind of goes more serious in the second season but it's still got lots of the dumb comedy shit it's a little strange but it was fine i'd still i'm gonna watch the next one it, it's a hard one to place anywhere i don't know but yeah that that's that one <laughs> uh i have it written down as standing on a million lives season two but it's like 100 man no enochi uh no any or a wa tateru i don't fucking whatever but yeah that show it's probably worth your while. It's just kind of awkward where it is right right now. I can't take away from its value, though. It is an intriguing show for sure. Uh, next up, uh, Way of the House Husband, Goku Shifudu. So picked up by Netflix. Um, this one is an awkward one because it is probably the most disappointing in mm, execution that I've seen for a show ever. Um they essentially just took fucking pictures of the manga. They just like scanned the manga and the animation is them jumping to another scene or like a mouth movement maybe. It's super fucking bizarre that they did this because the show is genuinely really funny. I really like it. I genuinely think it's a great thing. But it's so hard to be like supportive because they had one season of the show come out now, right? Where it's split into two parts. It's literally still images and next to no animation. And it just kind of sucks to look at that and go, this costs nothing to make. They're treating it like shit. They made it look like shit. Why the fuck did they, why did they bother doing this? I can't say anything more on that. You know, they start doing a little bit more animation in the second half because probably they heard about all the complaints, maybe whatever. It took away from what could have been a very good show for such a stupid fucking reason. I don't know. The guy in charge who opted to do this, because there there was a specific dude who was noted to being like, yeah, we want to do it this way, and this is how we're going to do this show. Fuck that guy. Because <laughs> it, it did kind of wreck it for me a little bit, but I still had a good time. So, Way of the House Husband, maybe just read the manga. The anime was okay, and I had an alright time with it. Next one up, uh, okay, Mashiro no Oto, those, those Snow White notes, blah, uh, which I stated was the weaker Kono Oto Tamare. Okay, music show, um, music show that is honestly pretty okay for what it needs to do, but if you've watched Kono Oto Tamare, uh, which I think might have been shortened to Koto Ono, or One at some point, I don't know, um, it's like, it, it, it's not as good as okay the mashiro no oto is not as good as kono oto tamore or tamare um at all like 
basically take any any good part of Konoto Tamare, which was a good good show where like it's these uh valuable and interesting characters that are having these horrible like that have all these reasons for why they are the way they are and you're seeing them and you're you're starting to see the value of them and you're understanding where they're coming from to why they're there and whatnot and all their actions and why they're doing what they're doing and how they're doing it and how they became the people they are and then you look at mashiro no oto where it does the same thing but worse everything that it does is like a little shittier a little broader a little quicker (laughs) and with less value and more idiotic (laughs) it's like the same concept except there's not three people that are being real musicy there's not like three main dudes you know there's one main dude who ends up having he has a shitty mom who's kind of a bitch he has a brother who's kind of cool and he's got these classmates that one likes him and the others are like just helping in the music thing and they join his team to aid him but they don't really have a ton of value and the main guy is kind of just a bitch the whole time and he's super shitty and super unsure of himself which is whatever you understand that but like he's just a dick he's just a fucking dick and he's not as interesting as anybody in kono oto i don't know if you liked kono oto you or kono oto tomorrow you'd probably like mashiro no oto as well but it's definitely the weaker version of that i'd still give it i mean like clearly i I gave a lot of stupid shit a watch i guess i don't know it's okay it is okay if i had to pick i would 100 percent just watch kono oto though uh scarlet nexus didn't watch this one myself uh for long because I, I did keep up and then i thought i want to play the game it's one of those ones that came out with a game attached to it um people split up starts out with these people together fighting this thing they split up because it turns out this one person could see a vision of the future at a point for where the other individual fucks everything up and the aforementioned individual tries to tell that first person to not allow it to happen basically girl hears from the guy in the future to kill the guy so they end up splitting up and trying to go and kill each other kind of uh it's like this thing that is being developed by someone in relation to the dude it's kind of wacky um there's been some good things with it i would say maybe play the game instead as you'd probably get more from the game though like i'm not even i'm not describing a ton from the show i'm also an hour and 50 in good god but like it, it it's one of those things where it is a valuable idea and having that anime exist is good but it'd probably be a thousand times better if you watched or if you played the game to then watch the anime but i've heard decent things about that anime as a in general really uh next up kind of similar shaman king i've not watched much of it the art style kind of similar uh to the reasoning behind tokyo revengers i just thought it was lame it is also a remake i believe um that like apparently this is a huge show in i think it was in brazil and mexico like it's just it's wildly popular there specifically so it just came back it was a huge thing um can't say a thing about it combatants will be dispatched it's basically it's the precursor to konosuba um as in it was by the guy and they don't have any relation to each other but like a lot of the comedy is kind of similar although it can be a bit more crude and combatants will be dispatched great show though i had a good time with combatants will be dispatched i'd say it is it's kind of a more horny 
version of Konosuba, I guess you could say. Um, but again, it, it still had a lot of value to it as well. And it was it was funny. It was enjoyable. Uh, the stakes were interesting. Kid gets killed <laughs> or something, almost gets killed. Kind of crazy. Um, ah, the best I can say is it, it's early Konosuba, I guess. And it is still good. If that has any merit. <laughs> it is still good. Combatants will be dispatched. It's good. I'd, I'd give it a watch. Uh, the actual concept of the show is like the guy... The guy's part of an evil team or something like that. And they're trying to take over the world. Um, so he's in this... He's trying to take over the galaxy, I guess? Because he goes to another world to join a military to fuck people over in that world. <laughs> it, it, I, I don't know. Focus on the comedy chops of it, and you'll have a good time. The actual concept of the short, uh, show is interesting, I guess. Like, it, it's fine for what it is, but it's not a big deal. You're in it for the comedy, and it, it, it's good at that. It is good at that. Uh, the final... Or no, not the final. My mistake. There's one more uh, that I want to talk about before I get to the next one. Uh, Remain, which... Uh, I was watching uh, along the same time as Bokotachi no Remake, so it kind of got in my head a little bit, and it might have fucked up some other people that did the same, where conceptually, you might have tried to relate them because of the correlations and naming, I guess. Um, but this dude loses his memory uh, after he wakes up in a coma from like three years of absence, right? Um, he used to be this swimming star, this huge guy, this big star in Japan or whatever. Um, gets in a car crash and he goes comatose and he loses his memory. He ends up falling back in love with the idea of this wait, does I say swimming guy? It's like it's like polo. I think it's polo. Yeah, yeah, I think it's polo. So he does this. He's the best guy in the in Japan or some shit like that. Um and he's trying to relearn it. So he's kind of getting back into the meld, kind of whatever. There comes a point and oh and the whole the whole lead up to all this stuff is like him becoming uh, him trying to refine himself and trying to learn and trying to build this team. So he gets his team together. He gets all these things together. His parents are watching him kind of become again. His sister like blames herself for being part of why the accident happened. So it's knowing her whole thing and seeing her kind of emotionally come back is a huge thing there too. So that's nice. Um, but okay, so it gets to a point where like things are going good. They're going good. He fucking like, I think he slips and falls or something like that or... I can't recall exactly what leads to it. He loses his memory. Or he goes, <laughs> he hits his head again. And his memory comes back. He ended up losing what he had gained for the past uh, year or whatever. I don't know. He goes into the coma, right? He comes out, no memory. Then he does whatever, whatever, whatever. All that stuff there, gone. Loses it all immediately. It's gone. Um, and now he's back to where he was before. Because, oh, I know what it was. He saw like a video of him being an asshole because he was like reviewing old footage of himself trying to learn as to how he can be the big swimming guy again or big polo guy again, whatever. And he's realizing, oh, fuck, I was a piece of shit. <laughs> so he was a dickhead the whole time. And he ends up going back to that. And it's just like, it's just everybody kind of going like, okay. We knew this guy for however long. Fuck, he's a dick now. What happened? Oh, this is what he was always like. Oh, shit. 
But we also want to do the polo thing, don't we? So they try to keep this team together. The guy is still being a dick. The main guy is still being a dick. Uh, the way that it closes out is he's still a dick. But the whole concept is he's kind of he's kind of coming back to... He's kind of melding the two personalities he's had a little bit where he's still like, he's still an asshole, but he's kind of understanding what it's like to be not an asshole, I guess. He's just being less of a shitty person now and it's kind of coming into uh, him as a, as a person. He's, he's evolving uh, with that. So that, that it, it, there's, <laughs> I don't know how much of I want to say with it and how much I can say even. Um, it's just, he's a dick at a point, but it does end in a nice way. It, it, the whole concept of it's very good. I thought it was very nice. Even when he became a dick, it was still an interesting watch to be like, oh, what? A, you just look at the guy going, what a fucking asshole. Why is he doing all this stupid shit? There's one romance aspect to it, too, that is all right, I guess, but they don't focus on it too much. So that's in there, I guess, if that's your thing. But uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, it, it could be decent. I don't know if there's any more that's going to be coming from it. Um, if that's it, I feel like it could, it did leave me wanting more for sure. So if that is it, then I will have the idea of, okay, well, it could have been a lot larger with more things going on, whatever. Um, but for now I can happily say like, that's fine for me. I think it was good. Remain good show. Um, God, he's a dick. He was a dick. <laughs> okay. The final smaller show that I want to talk about, and this one's a doozy. Okay. Kaifuku Jutsushi no Yarinaushi. Redo of Healer. Okay, so slight warning. This one talks about sexual assault. Um, I'm not going to go into detail with all this stuff. You know, I'm not going to be describing exact things or whatever, but I will talk about what the show was doing. So if that's kind of your worry, maybe jump ahead a little bit to get to the Attack on Titan closing finale, which I'm going to do Attack on Titan right after this, oh my god, and then I'll close out. Um, but yeah, so, Redo of Healer. Um, fuck. I don't know how this aired on TV. Um, the whole show is sexual assault. The whole thing. Um, the main character has these abilities, has these powers, gets brought in to go help this government or whatever goes it goes to help this lady and her team uh and they're monsters who are abusing him when it comes to the fact that like his whole ability is he can regenerate and heal people so if anyone's hurt he can heal them but he takes on that pain and whatnot from that so it ends up driving him mad and they end up just kind of chaining him up and basically turning him into an addict um and just forcing him to continue doing this shit regardless of what he wants, regardless of his will. This is the protagonist that we're talking about, the guy being fucked with here. So the protagonist is, at this point, he's being horrifically fucking, like, attacked and whatnot, right? Um, what happened is, <laughs> this is fucking, it, it sounds like porn. It is porn, fuck. I don't know how this is a fucking TV show that was on TV. The the fucking semen of a hero is strengthening to people. Like, if you have hero come, then you say you you strengthen a person. So in the first episode, a maid immediately comes on to him and like 
forces him to come inside of her <laughs> and shit like that. It's fucking crazy that this is a thing that they got on TV. I don't understand. It is flat out porn. There's totally pornography that just follows that exact thing. There, there's no way there's not. But yeah, so first episode that happens and there's like people lying in wake, like other maids waiting to go and do the same thing because they all want to do this. People all want to do this, apparently. Um, so here's the deal with that, right? The guy knows about all this shit going in because he has lived this already and he went back to then try to make sure that he could turn the tables on the people fucking him over. So he ends up knowing this is going to happen and using this healing thing. I guess he can drain magic or something like that. So he's draining magic from people or some shit. Um, so he's banging, he's banging chicks and draining the magic from him or from them. Then he pretends to get addicted to the drugs that he's being fed and is being like, He's being fucked by people on the regular who are just taking taking this from him. The whole thing in the first and second episode is the main the protagonist being sexually assaulted. And then the end of the second episode is the antagonist being cornered by this the protagonist who has all this magic he's built up. Ooh, he's been uh, getting stronger. Fucking assaulting. Okay, he tortures the end of the protagonist or the antagonist. Okay, I could understand that. That makes some sense. He's like breaking her fingers over and over again. Then he heals them and says he's going to do it again or something like that. And then literal sexual assault occurs right in that same episode. In the second episode, the protagonist assaults the antagonist. And I don't understand how this show was a thing. This is on TV. This was on TV censored. Sure, censored, but I, th I think it might have been uncensored on another, ch uh, at a later timetable or something like that, time set, I can't recall, but fucking insanity. I only watched the first two at first. To prepare for this, I thought, you know what I should do? Maybe I should jump around a couple of these shows that I've watched and just make make sure some of it comes back to me. I did a couple of them, um, and then I thought, you know what, fuck. Maybe I should try watching more of Redo, Redo of Hiller because I want to close at that show. Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. What the fuck? It continues. It never stops. He, if it isn't him assaulting people, it's him coercing people into sex with him to bring them onto his team or to get them to do his bidding. I don't know, man. In In that show... I think he assaults two people directly and then coerces two others. But even then, you can use that coercion as assault, too. I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. It It's crazy that that was a show that's on. And then, even crazier, it was one of the most popular show among women, apparently. So, that that's probably going to be on for a long time, I bet. We're going to get more adaptations for a while. Because uh, that's likely a demographic that they want to hit more, I guess. Um... It's fucking weird, though. It It's a tough thing to put on. Like, I I don't know how you watch the, the first episode. There's like, or sorry, the second episode, there's like screaming and trying to leave. And it, it's just fucked. I don't know. I, I figured I had to talk about this show in some regard if I was going to do a 2021 uh, retrospective, you know, but like, oh, my God, I don't understand <laughs> how this was on TV. It is fucked. So yeah, that's Redo of Hiller. <laughs>
That's all I have that I could say there. Goddamn. Goddamn. It's fucking weird, too. Like, oh my god, how they they close the show out with, first off, more assault, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And oh, it's also like, my, what's it called? Um, Not mind-wiping, uh, mind-breaking type of shit, which I think is the term used. Uh, and, and then, like, changing the whole personality of these people that are being assaulted i i can't talk about the show anymore man i don't know it's fucking weird it's a tough thing to put on i don't know how anybody could finish the thing that's that's there enjoy <laughs> all right to close out on a more interesting note from all that we've talked about some of the biggest shows uh and some of the smaller ones from the year whatever but i left out one big 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 ticket item it's in the thumbnail for the thing and it's the thing that most people are likely aware of when it comes to anime right now attack on fucking titan dude attack on titan the final season part one came out in 2021 the second part of it is going to be out i think in a couple of weeks actually i think middle of january it is going to be having its final part there um okay i left this for last for a couple of reasons but attack on titan is an incredible show it's probably the best anime that there is and it was the best that there is right now and for the past couple years maybe and it had been surpassing tv in popularity for a while it has been making more mainstream waves um than i think most people would have suspected it uh it's crazy because it's such a good show like it's so good um and everything going on for the first couple seasons was incredible and then comes to this season where you're watching Aaron just fucking be insane. Insane. I'm trying to remember where things are at right now, but like, holy shit. He's boarding, like he's invading other nations to try to fight and continue fighting on to save his people, to keep this whole thing going. And he is causing, directly causing, or at least being a part of so much death and horror on both sides and it's just knowing all this insanity is going on fuck me it is so good having these people just be horrified by him all his his friends just looking at him and thinking he's gone insane and needing to stop him and just not being aware of what they're supposed to do and then every action that is going on within uh, within their military that's going on because of Aaron and because of his decision and because of the people, the Jaegerists and shit like that, all doing all this crazy shit. It's so fucking crazy. It is such a good show. It is such a good show. Attack on Titan is incredible. The big-ass fight scenes are nuts. The actual political discussion, the political fighting, the polit- whatever the fuck going on in that regard is incredible too. God damn it, god damn it. It is so good. Um, if you had to say anything, I guess you could say the CGI that they did this season because another studio took over. The CGI is more common and is a bit shit, I guess, but it's fine. It does the job and it does everything it needs to be doing for this show. Um, it doesn't take away from me, I don't think. I would love it if it hadn't been CGI'd, but we'd be in a situation that we're in with 86 right now where we can't watch it because it is riddled with delay because of this thing. So I don't have a big problem with it. I would have liked it to not have been CGI, but ultimately I don't think it takes away from the show or anything like that. Um, So yeah, that first half ended. We don't know what's going on right now. 
The dude is who, who knows what's happening with all this. There's so many things that are, could be done. There's so many unanswered questions, right? Um, can't wait for the next part. Here's the deal with me. I've watched, or I've read the manga for the show. I don't watch, I don't read many manga. I don't read any light novels. Um, but Attack on Titan is one of the ones that I did go to completion for. If you don't know anything about how people have perceived it, that's good. I'm not going to say anything in particular. Don't look into anything else. Be excited for the show if you like the show and you want to keep watching the show. I kind of hate that I spoiled it for myself by reading the manga because I would have loved to have it just all play out directly in front of me and I could see it happening, kick back and enjoy my time. But I didn't do that. Here's the deal when it comes to this whole thing. My opinions and my thoughts when it comes to the manga and how things maybe play out with the rest of it are kind of influencing how I feel about the upcoming season. I'm excited, but I know how things are going. At least I think I know how things are going. And they can put me in a state. They put me somewhere, which maybe... I'm not going to say if it's good or bad or whatever the fuck, right? But it's getting me like I'm giddy. I'm excited, I'm worried, and I don't want to see it end, but I, I'm excited for everything. I can't wait to see everything play out. Oh boy, I cannot wait um, for all of this. And hey, if I get to do any more of these podcasts, I cannot wait to have a conclusion watch of the Attack on Titan final season. And uh, I can't wait to talk about that when it does. But for now... Another big show I want to chat about. Yeah, I had to do it. <laughs> had to do it. Wanted to save it for the end so I could close out with that and maybe tease a potential future project, I guess. Um, oh boy, Attack on Titan is so good. And I cannot wait. But yeah, that... Um, wow, that was a lot. That was two hours and ten minutes of me just jabbering on about anime on my own. Oh my god. I know I wasn't very descriptive of a lot of stuff, especially early. I, I didn't say a ton about what's going on with like Midoriya in, in my hero, you know, and I wasn't going in depth on every character in Demon Slayer and ReZero and all that because it, they're the big shows. Everybody knows that shit. Um, and again, I didn't think I, I didn't want to have to take too much time and I've been two hours long. Oh my God. So yeah, thank you for watching. Or well, watching, listening, what have you, all this stuff. I wish I could have streamed this. I hate that I couldn't have. It's such a bummer, but at the end of the day, it is what it is um that was uh that was episode one of weeb shit or well weeb things i guess and yeah that was my 2021 retrospective i look forward to 2022 i cannot wait for more anime soon um my god i can't wait for a ton of this stuff to come out with more more episodes more seasons and i cannot wait for the finale of attack on titan i actually have to go find what i'm going to be watching this next season because i don't know but, uh, but yeah, so that's the end of this episode, pretty much. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for watching, listening, what have you. I don't know when the next one will be. Um, I don't know if the next one will be me solo. I have no clue when it will be at all. What I do know is that I need to go to the washroom, <laughs> and I had a great time with all of this. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, yeah, I've been Cedric. If you need to find me on Twitter, I'm at uh, S-T-O-O-P-I-D-U underscore. I know, stupid name. Um, someone jacked my other one. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash S-T-O-O-P-I-D underscore U. Uh, you can check my out, uh, check out my subreddit, uh, free game findings, uh, reddit.com slash R slash, uh, free game findings, all that kind of stuff. 
yeah, all those things. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed, and I hope that I can do more of this sometime soon. Have a good night and uh, whatnot. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Happy New Year.